Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Who it is? House of the Redeemed Keep 
Now, I don't care whether you clap or not, but I'm saying to you. We got next. Hebrews are coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. Hebrews are coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. 
Another edition to Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Bonabod. This is Friday Breakdowns with Bonabod. So we're going to ask everybody to um, sit back, enjoy the, uh, the show we're doing, show the, the, the Sabbath day, because this is the beginning of the Sabbath day. And like the scripture said, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. So we start out in the right mind frame. We start out with clear minds, clearing our heads, getting in the right spirit, and coming in and Sitting down and not doing and not allowing the Bible to better edify, you know, from our lives, what we're doing, our direction, the whole nine. And we like to, you know, give a shout out to all the brothers out here at the Four Corners, spreading this gospel, keeping this word going out. You know, I'm so saying waking our people up, they uh, they uh, waking them up to their nationality. You know, what I'm saying who they are as a people. You know, so the so-called Negroes always to the so-called Mexicans, our people of Negroid Indian descent, spread out to North Central South America. You know what I'm saying? We like to thank all the camps that are out there for the brothers that are dropping this truth, man, and keep continuing to spread this gospel. And we're going to go on into our show. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a long speech guy, and I know time is short, so we want to go ahead and start into the show, man, and go ahead and start dropping, continuing into pride or falling after your own lust. You know what I'm saying? And as we've been going over and showing it, that even as it's truth, the days that go on, we still have to develop even the next level of humility. As as we know that the time is short, we have to keep going in this book and start figuring out how I can make my next step or my next level of humility. Hold on a second. my readers to come in. I don't see no readers, so we're going to just go on into it. It's going to be uh, myself as the reader tonight, and we're going to start. I think Sharda was still working. But the Barca was out of town, and Sharda, come on, they're still on the, uh, they're still on the job, finishing up, driving in, so we're going to now go ahead and go forward with this so we can uh, start out. We're going to go to Hebrews chapter 13, right? We're going to go to Hebrews chapter 13. One second, let me get to it on my computer. And we're going to start at verse uh, 2. Hebrews chapter, no, not Hebrews, Hosea, sorry, y'all, not Hebrews. But Hosea chapter 13, and we're going to start at verse 2. Hosea 13 and 2, and it reads. Come on, computer. Yeah. Here we go. Verse 2. Here we go. It says, and now they, and now they, Sin more and more. Well, let's go to verse one. And he's talking to, and Ephraim spake trembling. This is Hosea chapter thirteen and verse one. 
And it says, and Ephraim spake, uh, then Ephraim spake trembling. He exalted himself in Israel. I says, but not, but, it says, but when he offended in Bilal, he died. So we're going out to it and starting to show where even this tribe, the tribe of Ephraim, you say he exalted himself in Israel. We got to go up. Let's go up. Here we go. This is, uh, here we go. Let's start here. We're going to go down. We're going to read Hebrews chapter, uh, Hosea chapter 12, and we start at verse 13. It'll get us to a better point. What I'm trying to do is paint a better picture of what was going on at that time. And what it looks like is Hosea was talking about um, the Lord bringing us out of Egypt. It says, because when it says this, Hosea chapter 12, verse 13, and by the, and by the prophecy, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. It says, and by a prophecy uh, was he preserved. So you know that, that Moses was the one that, the most I spoke to Moses, and this was, and the things that were prophesied were going to happen. We were, we were going to be led of the land of Egypt. So when we're looking at that, it says, and by a prophet, the Lord brought Egypt, brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was he preserved. Verse 14, Ephraim provoked him to anger. Ephraim provoked him to anger most bitterly. Therefore shall he leave his blood upon him, and his reproach uh, shall his Lord return unto him. Verse 1. 13 and 1. Then Ephraim spake trembling. He exalted himself in Israel. But when he offended in Balau, he died. So it's looking at now, it's pointing one thing. This tribe or this prophet lied. I started now to now, it was more about my glory and more about boasting myself. And this is one of the things the Most High is trying to get us away from. If I'm if, as we grow in this truth, even even as great men, we have to get to that point of realizing, hey, you know what, there's still a level of humility that's still expected of me. It is a little level of humility. And I can now roll I'm like I'm on a level, but the most I looking at it like, nope, there's still a level of humility that we have to go and still reach for. I've never, so I'm, is never supposed to get to the point where I'm above correction? Is never supposed to get to a point where I'm above being shown where I might be going off? And a lot of the times, from arguing to everything else, is based around the fact that I'm still struggling with somebody showing me that I still need to humble down to this. I still got to now conform to this. There's still changes even in me that still have to be made, and I'm not above change. And now, it says, and now they sin more and more and have made them molten images of their silver and idols according to their own understanding. 
all all of it the works of craftsmen. They say of them, let the men that sacrifice kiss the calf. So you're looking at uh, this is even uh, coming out of Egypt. All of a sudden, it stopped being about what the father's doing for us. It stopped being about having this having to uh, submit and allow the father to bring the blessings or the help, wherever the, wherever it is we needed. That was supposed to come from the father, but we're but we're not looking at is that we're still doing we make the same mistake. We are we are making molten images. When I start when I start depending on um, this country's education, or I'm depending on their technology, or I'm depending on I'm looking at life and I'm like, man, my job and the government and everything else is going to now be the answer to the problems that are, that we're going to be facing, and we operate. We look at guys again. We get up every day and we're like, man, we strive every day to get to work, do the job, pay my bills, and then start start the cycle over again. And when it's like when you start bringing the Most High up, well, hey, I, you know, if you do more of this for the Father, if you would like this for the Father, you would have the help that you need. So instead of a guy getting up and doing more studying, a guy gets up and there's more participation. In the work of the Most High, my routine is getting up, going to work, making my money so I can pay my bills so now I don't have to struggle and have problems because now this job has become the answer to my problems. And if I need to get a better job, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to apply and go to school and everything else so that I can do something better because I'm looking at this job as my help or my strength or my answer to the problems that I have. Humility is humbling down and looking at this in a bigger picture. Looking at this like, hey, you know what, I got to now submit to the will of the Father. Because if I submit to his will, then I'm only going to get blessed or he's going to be the one that gives me my blessing. But don't like our people in, our coming out of Egypt. We didn't believe in the Father. So we're looking for this image to be the source that brings the power to us. Hold on now. Uh, from there, I just needed that one, right? Then we go to Proverbs. Because the catch is not after your own understanding. And what we keep building, we keep building things to believe in, things of a job, whatever it is, is built because I'm still kind of level of understanding that I deal with. I'm a, I'm a human being on this earth. So I'm still looking at where, what the situation I'm in right now rather than what the Most High is going to bring. I'm not prepared. I'm not preparing myself for the place I'm going into. What I'm doing is I am living in the moment that I'm in, and I know what I need to survive 
in the moment that I'm in now, rather than me working and getting myself ready for the kingdom that is to come, getting myself ready with the Father so that I'm ready for that kingdom when it comes. But to do that, I got to now turn my focus from this kingdom to that kingdom. That my life has to become more about preparing for a kingdom rather than living in the present one that we're in. But the more I focus on living in this present kingdom, the only thing that I'm doing is I'm, I am uh, functioning and operating uh, after my, under my own understanding. I can, it's, I can only see what's in my control. So the things I see that I control, that's what I understand. But to use the Bible to learn and to prepare, I don't know how. Because that would have me not leaning on my own understanding. That would be allowing someone to develop my understanding. From there, you'll go to Proverbs chapter 21, right? Proverbs 21. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse Verse 2, Proverbs chapter 21, <laughs> yeah, who's let them cry? I can't really hear it. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 21, you're going to start at verse 2. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. And this is the level of our pride. This is every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But the Lord pondered the, the heart and he part the mind. In your eyes, we keep thinking we're doing the right thing. But the most I engage in, okay, you, you think you you can say, well, I see where I'm going, and if I go down this road, I'm gonna please the most high. I'm gonna please the most high. The most I engage in the mind. Where is the mind? Where is the mental development? Every way going is right in your eyes, but the most high is not judging what we see. Where's our mind at? Every day, it's not what you're doing; it's where your mind is at. Are you? Is your mind focused on pleasing him? Watch him read up real quick. It says, this is, this is um, hold on a second. This is 21 and 1. The king's heart is in the hands of the Lord. The heart of his mind. The king's mind, his heart, his mind, is in the hands of the Lord. As the rivers, as the rivers of water, he turn it whithersoever he will. So we have to look at who's been controlling our mind. And most of that, I control the mind. I'm controlling your that king's heart, that king's mind, in the direction I want it to go in. I'm also realizing one thing. When you lean to your own understanding, the one thing that you're not allowing 
is the spirit to guide you in the right direction. When it's only the only person you listen to is what you believe, then I'm not really open to let the spirit guide me in the direction that the most has trying to take me. Right? Verse two. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But the Lord ponder the heart. Verse three. It says to do just to do justice and judgment is more acceptable. Judgment to do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. So learning to do the things the right way, to be upright, and to, and to judgment, I'm correcting myself, is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Because I can see something. I mean, operating and going the direction that I want to go in, and I can see it right, but the most I'm looking at, okay, how did you judge that? What did you use? to judge that, or for it to be justified. What did you use to justify what you were doing? Was the Bible used, or are you just leaning on your own understanding? That's always going to be the question. But for me to now be justified, you know, I use the Bible to justify my direction, or I use the Bible to show me right and wrong, that's more acceptable to the Lord than the work I'm doing. This is about, this is not what the routine I'm going through. And I'm, well, I, you know, I, I'm following, I'm following, I'm trying to stay in the spirit. I'm following and doing what people are telling me to do. I'm following, I'm trying to stay in order. And the most I like, well, listen, are you letting the Bible be what justify you? Are you letting the Bible be the, the tool that you use it? To, to, to pass the right judgment. Even on yourself, the scriptures are going to now point out those right directions, the right thing I'm supposed to be doing. But we can be at the job. Man, I, I got up every day at 6 a.m. every morning. I made the commitment. That's what a sacrifice is. I made the commitment to the job. I made the commitment uh, uh to, to, to get better at sports. And we think that we got a reward coming from the Father because of the commitment that I made. And the most I like, what's acceptable to me is justice and judgment. That's more acceptable to me than sacrifice to the things you think you're doing in my name for my cause. The only way you know that sacrifice is the right ones or I'm looking at the justice and the judgment. Like the Father's looking at the justice. Are you doing things that are just and upright? And the judgment is you use the Bible to be able to look at these things and make sure you're doing the right thing. Verse 4, and a high look and a proud heart or the plowing of the wicked in sin. The high look and a proud heart. That means the only person I listen to is me. I'm trying to find glory in. I want people to look at me like I'm on a level. I'm looking to myself to be on a level. 
and a proud heart, being I only listened to my mind. And the it says that the plowing of the wicked is sin. That high look is sin. That proud heart is sin. That's the most I was trying to show us. That without trying to lean to my own understanding, only listen to my mind, and the scripture says a multitude of counsel is safety. You can't be always right. And if you lean on the fact that you're always right, or you're trying to set the stage, and a lot, a lot of us do this and go on the truth, the people that are around us have been following us all this time. So there hasn't been where these men have really contradict because they were students learning. So what I look for is to promote the people around me because even if me promoting the people around me, guess what it still makes me over them? But the spirit don't work like that. There are other men that the most I created that may have been peers to the whole nine that learned the Bible, grew, knew you the whole nine, or even elders. If I understand that a high look or a proud heart, meaning a mind that only listens to itself, is sin, then I am going to now get myself to a place where I can submit to my elders so that as I'm submitting to my elders, I have somebody that's still going to now guide me and not me, not let me lean to my own understanding. Because to have somebody correct me and guide me is still me having to now submit, humble down to this person and follow. The spirit is always going to detect, is going to challenge that. Are you above being corrected? Or are you too proud to follow someone else? Have, do you believe that you've gotten to a level where you don't have to follow anyone else? Because there is a lot of that. There are a lot of men out today that are in that spirit. But they've gotten to the point where I believe that I'm on a level where the person that corrects me is the most high or the spirit, as you call it. I'm walking in the spirit. I'm letting the spirit dictate and correct what I'm doing and not doing. You're in a class on your own. You're leaning, you're leaning. At that point, that's a man that's leaning to his own understanding. That doesn't work that. That's what we have to start really understanding. That where I, where I sit and I make my mistakes is because the only way I'm operating is I'm operating on the fact that the spirit is dealing with me on a certain level. The, the, the spirit is dealing with my understanding on a certain level. So I'm throwing things out there and saying things and doing things, and I'm able to go in that book with my understanding, and what I, and I'm able to justify my actions until the father smack you and be like, "Wait a minute, no, that was yours. That wasn't mine. That wasn't the direction I had you going in. That was you leaning on your own understanding, 
Hold that real fast, right? Was that um Proverbs? I want you to hold that, and we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go to. Um, let's move on. We're gonna go to uh, Romans chapter ten, right? And we're gonna keep showing there was a pattern. We're gonna show that this is not a new thing. This is continually going on. Romans chapter ten, right? And we're going to start at verse um, 10 and 1. Romans chapter 10 and verse 1 says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer for Israel is that they may be saved. Now, he says that the heart's in my mind's desire, what I really want, the desire that I want is that all of Israel will be saved. Verse 2. For I bear them record <laughs> that they have a zeal of the Father, of the Most High. They do have. We have a love and a dedication that we try, that we come out, that we have this truth, and we really do believe that every day we wake up and our, our best intentions is to please the Father. It says, but not according to knowledge. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of the most high, but not according to knowledge. Our problem is not where that we don't want to be right with the Father. Our problem is we're not allowing someone to show us what we may be doing wrong or the things that we have to change. So we have a zeal of the Father, but not according to knowledge. They, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of the Most High. So because of the fact that we're not allowing ourselves to continue to be students in this work, get up every day. You're at, yeah, you're at this level. Yeah, you've been there 20 years. Yeah, you've been there 30 years. But now... Are you, you have to ask yourself, am I above being a student to this also? Could be the fact that changes that I needed to make and things that, are, that we need to now adjust to, is it just that I don't know and I'm too prideful to admit I don't know and let, some, let, the spirit, let myself be shown the things that I have to adjust and change that I may not know. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, or the Most High's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of the Most High. We have to at that point say, okay, you know what, where have I been submitting? I know my level of development. I know what I was taught, but things are going down. Breakdowns are changing. Life we should, the world is changing, man. The things that we was going through in the 90s ain't the same today. When we was in the year, the 90s, where it was close to the year 2000, we was like, man, we was on a roll and operating God because Christ was to come back in the year 2000. 
It's 2023, so that ain't happened yet. 20 years later, there's a different level of humility that has to be a, that I have to develop to continue going on in this work. There has to be different levels of humility. But I also have to realize that I have to humble down because my humility is based off of the fact that it may have been, it may be things that I didn't know that have to I have to change them. I have to adjust to. And you know what's crazy? That's the one thing I've realized. That's the problem with our people is that in our ignorance, we're not looking to say, okay, you know, I might not have all the answers here. So let me let someone teach me. We ain't gonna do that. We are going to, in our pride, we gonna fake it till we make it. I'm gonna keep operating in the level that I'm operating, the mindset I'm operating in, because I don't. It's worked for me before. We're not realizing, okay, man. You know what? Maybe in the direction I've been going, I'm hitting a dead end. I'm hitting a brick wall. And I need to retract, adjust, and let someone show me what I'm missing, what I may not understand, but we're not open to that. So in our ignorance, we end up establishing our own righteousness. Well, I'm going to keep doing things this way because I don't shit it. I, I ain't said the wrong in it. This the way I was taught. I'm going to hold on to what I was taught. Not wrong. Where's the adjustment? At this level, where's the humility and the adjustment? I still have to have the ability to allow someone to show me something I just may be ignorant to. Because this, this direction may be right with the Father. I'm just ignorant. I just I haven't learned that. There are there are a gang of things that I can think of in this truth that men do now that I didn't learn. Shlup is probably not the only brother. On all levels, every brother, there are things that men have that are out here doing that, you know, I just didn't learn that. So now, but, but in my mind, but if I humble down and now have to subject myself Unless someone teach me, it makes me weak. Or if I got to subject myself and follow and learn something that I didn't know, that makes me look weak. Well, that's me giving up my authority and my power. You can't give up your authority. That's something that's granted by the Father. You ain't giving up your position because you're learning. Because the Lord is teaching you their ultimate goal is for you to get back out there and do the work. There's no shame in taking a step back to learn what you need to learn so that you can step forward even greater. Um, Romans chapter 10 and verse 3. Hold on a second. Let that one go now. And we're going to go to Jude, the one of us 14. And all these things, 
um, what we're building off of is a lot of the problems that we have is the fact that I was it was just a a, a, a glitch or something I didn't learn in my development. I got developed this far. I needed more work. Nothing wrong with that. But to get that to that point, there's got to be a different level of humility. One second. Hold up one second. Yeah, here we go. It's Jude chapter one. Here we go. It says, Jude chapter one of his fourteen. And Enoch also, the seventh from the seventh from Adam prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds. So it's, you got to look at it and finish it, which they have ungodly committed. It says, for of all their hard speeches, with which ungodly sinners have spoken against them, these are murmurers, complainers. So like we're getting it, we're getting the, he's, he's explaining who these ungodly, he, who ungodly? And he is it to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed. So these are, this, these are all the indicators that we're going to now be able to look at to say, man, this is, this was an ungodly person. These are the actions of an ungodly person. It says, it says, and of all of them, it says, and of all their hard speeches, which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are murmurers. A lot of talking, a lot of, lot, lot of murmuring talking under their breath, com- complaining. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust. So it's showing you this is even to this point what made us ungodly is the fact that I didn't want to just submit. I don't want to submit. I want to complain. I don't want to just submit. I always got a comment. And I walk after my own desires, and with mouths speaking great swelling words, it says, having men's persons in admiration 
because of advances, advancing, advantage, I'm sorry, because of advantage. It's just having men, persons in admiration. Admiration means to uh, uh, have in admiration, to admire, marvel. They have men. So look at it. You look at it like like we're doing. We're looking at men that because I didn't just want to make the adjustment and come to another level of humility. And I've been saying this these whole two weeks that I've been doing this now. I keep on showing that there's got to be another level of humility. This is bigger than just keeping the law and, okay, I don't eat pork no more, or I'm, I'm keeping the Sabbath day, or I'm keeping a new move. This has to be to the point that, you know what, do I still have the ability adjust to the direction the Spirit is going in or direction that the most I have Israel going? Do I have the ability to make the changes? Or the only thing that I think is that my way is right. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust and their mouth speaking great swelling words. I'm talking I'm getting up here, and I'm teaching. I'm trying to cultivate. I'm trying to do all these things. But I, I, I talk a good game. But the most I look at the person who's talking, am I following my own lust, or am I making changes? We can walk in a direction that does not work. I'm going to say this. Dr. Dorn? I'm sorry, y'all. One second. You said my phone came to rest Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me go back. It says, uh, these are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust. It says, and their mouth shut, and their mouth speaking great swelling words, having men's person in admiration because of advances. They, 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 and people are looking and be like, man, that brother's in the spirit. Oh, man, he, he sounded good. He sounded good. And he sounded good, and he must be doing something right. He's, he's, he's growing, profiting. He's, he's, uh, everything he's saying is useful. Not useful. Not young, but it's useful. I think I'm coming up. I think that I am... My money's increased. My business is grown. My, my, I got more ribs. My kids are there. I got a bigger house. I got a fancier car. Man, I must be on point. But the, you know what the most I be gauging? If I put aside everything you got, the most I want to see is wants to see, well, when you're asked to do something, do you complain? When you're asked to Change something. Okay, what level you are? Somebody said, man, you know what? I, I'm showing you something in the Bible that you're doing that need, you're like, ah, you can't do this. Brother, you, you're, you're rolling in the wrong spirit. 
if I pop an attitude with the person telling me that, the only problem I have is it's my pride. Or if I'm afraid to make the adjustment that needs to be made, it's because I operate with a lot of pride. Brother said, man, you got to close that down. Close it down. But you got to stop. You can't do that, man. You can't roll in that spirit. Brother, you're doing this. And this is the this is the this is the effect or this is the reaction to the things that you're doing. You gotta you can't do that. You gotta change that. You gotta stop this about yourself. The whole time I'm murmuring and complaining. The reason I'm murmuring and complaining because I'm walking after my own lust because I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. And the fact that. I have a mouth speaking great swelling words. I was on a level with what I thought I was bringing out. The most I'm still looking at me like this is a person that still has a lot of pride, and their pride is going unchecked because the fact that somebody is trying to tell me and I'm walking after my own lust, the fact that that they're trying to tell me to change, but I don't see anything wrong. Things are falling around me. If the things around me are falling, but I'm not falling, paying attention to what's happening around me, the most I try to show me, you know what, you lean on your own understanding. You walk after your own lust. It's something you want, and you don't, it doesn't matter what what happens to the things around you or to the people around you, as long as you get what you want. You in the wrong spirit. This is what the most I call that pride sin. These are the things that we have to answer to the Father for. Now, from there, we're going to go to First Peter. Hold on. Let me keep reading. Let me read down. Verse 617, I'm going to read down to verse 18, right? Verse 17, remember ye, remember ye the word which was spoken before the apostles of our Lord Yahushua. How that, verse 18, how that they told you, how that they told you there should be mockers, mockers in the last days. It says, who should walk after, after their ungodly lust? We operate. And this is how you know that level of pride. Because we operate. You got mockers, but you should that walk after their own ungodly lust. It's about self Self-image, it could be for, I just want to prove I'm right. I want to prove I'm right and you're wrong. And 90% of the time, most of, I didn't change because I was proving that you were wrong. He said that there should be mockers in the last, in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. It says, these be they who separate themselves. 
These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Because if I separate myself, then there's no one that can correct me. I'm right. I'm, I, I, listen, I, I listen, I know what, what I'm doing. I feel like I know where I'm going. I feel like I know what direction is supposed to be doing, what's happening. And if I don't want to listen to you. So the best way to not have to listen to you is I'm going to separate myself. It's crazy that he said that. These be they who separate themselves. They're sensual, emotional, having not the spirit. But ye, for love, building up yourselves on you on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So we're looking at the one one thing that's you're gonna one just one indicator, better word, <laughs> that lets us know that this is a person to operate in their pride. Because instead of me changing, my answer to every problem is I'm gonna separate. I'm going to separate myself. Now, right? I ain't following that. Somebody told me I had to change. I don't think nothing's wrong with me. So you know what I'm going to do? I got to separate. I got to get away from this group. I got to get away from uh, following these brothers because they ain't in the spirit. No, you're in the wrong spirit because you was in the right spirit. Well, if you're in the right spirit, why leave? But you left because you weren't in the right spirit and you got emotional. I got sensual, I got emotional, and I went ahead and I left. The most high, those are the top indicators. When you left, the most high know what took you out, your pride did. How's your pride? Because if, if you really felt that you were right, then you keep talking, then you keep showing. Or I'm going to stay with the body. So that if, it, if I was right, then fine, we'll finally see the right way and then go that direction. We, we'll get to that point where everybody can see that this is right and then go that direction. So if you separate yourself, only thing you followed was your pride. Leave because you was going the wrong direction. You left because you felt like you were in the right spirit and no one was listening. So I need to go out here and do my own thing. No, that is the wrong spirit. Yeah. All right. Please do. All right. Huh? Okay, cool. I'll do it. This is what we're starting to build into. We're building into understanding that this is where we're supposed to operate. We're supposed to now understand those little indicators that let us know, hey, you're going way off. You're going way off because what you're trying to do is you're trying to now operate in a spirit where you're right and you're justified. And the, but your actions show, no, you're prideful because a prideful person walked away and left. 
A prideful person separated himself. Prideful and emotional. That's why I walked off. That's why I would have left. But a hump, if it was really about humility, and it was really about being right or getting right, we ain't got no, there's nowhere to go. I don't got nowhere to go because I'm still, I want to be right. And I know that being alone, listening to myself, I'm never going to be right. I'm sorry. Not right with the most high. I'll be right in my own eyes. Oh, yeah. That's the one reason I'm mercy gets alone because now I can be right in my own eyes. In my understanding, yes, I'm definitely right. But now when I have to be around everyone else, and people are saying, no, wait a minute, the scriptures say this, though, okay, this is wrong. Or you may be right, but look at the spirit that that you're trying to do this in. That may be wrong. Look where your head is at. That may be wrong. But we ain't going to get nothing right and we don't fix and get we don't fix anything and we don't without humility. We really don't fix anything without humility. This is not about leaning to your understanding, but can I be humble enough to not be ready, open to make whatever adjustments I need to make? This is about change. This truth is about change. Ain't nobody gonna have ain't nobody gonna have all the answers. But can I now be humble enough to allow the to allow the most high to bring the wisdom around to answer the things that I may not know, to show me the things that I may not know. That's where that level of humility has to come in. And we come into these last days where it's, it's gonna get rough. It's going to be harder, a lot more death, a lot more struggle, a lot more suffering. This is the time that humility has to go before us. Can I take myself to that next level of humility? From there, we're going to go to First Second Peter now, all right? Second Peter, uh, chapter 3. Second Peter chapter three and verse three. You know I'm going over a lot of this too, man, because one thing I know I've been noticing, I've been talking to Michelle, I've been talking a lot more. And most of our conversations will be it'll be based on I can be on Facebook and I'll see a brother. You know what I'm saying? I'll see a brother, I'll see a sister, I'll see somebody that put a scripture up. Right? It'll be that one one hitter quitter. You know what I'm saying? They'll put that one scripture up there and you read that scripture. And then, and I, I mean, some of these, and I've been sharing this with myself, but sometimes I'll read a scripture and you're like, man, what is this person trying to say? You know what I'm saying? This person, you know, for the message that they're trying to bring out in that one scripture, when you're out here alone, things always sound good. The spirit will work where it'll always be something that's going to feed on that impulse in you or that or that bitterness in you or that uh anger pride whatever it's gonna feed you got these spirits feed off of those spirits. And then you have to always stop and ask yourself, well why would this brother put that there? What was the what was the reasoning behind putting this up? Or even in study. Do I go and read 
So let me study to try to understand what this man was saying. Or is that the direction, the right direction? And the reason I'm saying this because the most, the majority of the things I'm seeing, I'm seeing so much come from people that chose to separate. But from even from that, when I'm reading the scriptures right now, even from that person that decided to separate, are you walking after your own lust, or are you bringing something out that truly benefits? Israel. And if you were trying to bring something out that benefited Israel, then stay with the body. Why are you separating to bring it out? Why wouldn't you stay with the body to bring it out? That way, you know, we could really respect that that understanding. Other people saw it the same way. Not, I don't agree with my group, so I'm trying to find another group that will agree with me. That's what the churches be doing. I want to be a homosexual, and I want to find another group of another church that accepts homosexuality. That don't make it right. But the fact that I have to separate, you know, I mean, the most I have me in the right place, doing it's the right spirit. Somebody told me no, and why no? If somebody showed me no, you can't be a homosexual, and then why can't you be that? Because it goes against the laws of the most high. But because I'm emotional and I want to roll into my own understanding, I want something so bad. I'm willing to get out to leave and find someone who will accept what I want. Completely in the wrong spirit. Second Peter chapter 3 now, right? Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 3. It says, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days, scoffers, scoffer, a mocker, scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, there is a promise and saying, there is the promise of his coming. So they're going to be out here teaching. They're going to be out here. They're going to have mockers. They're going to have people that has got their own Motivations in their own pride, they're going to be out here teaching. There's a promise of his coming. For since the father, for since the fathers fell asleep, all things continued as they were from the beginning of, of the creation. Verse 5. For these, for, for this, they willingly, <laughs> it says, for this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of the Most High, uh, it says, that by the word of the Most High, the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water of, and in the water. It just, you know, like I showing so the person in the ignorance, we really don't know how the Most High did this. It's there, but we're willing. We're willingly ignorant. We won't even allow someone to teach us. We won't even allow ourselves to be developed. There are secrets. There are things the Most High is doing that we don't realize what He's doing, but we're not open 
to letting someone show us what the Father's doing or the power of the Father or the mysteries of the Father or the understand or his understanding whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in, in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. There's a mystery to this. Verse, verse 8, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. It says, and so men, Extra mouse pad. Uh, you can use this one. All right. Let me take this in the kitchen. Don't, don't, don't drop it, all right? Here, take this. I'll just get you with the Bible tomorrow, okay? All right. Oh, you use that. There you go. That's a mouse pad. Well, I'm almost done, y'all. Okay. It just says, uh, oh God, it says, it says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count, it says, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, us word, not willing, not willing that they should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So we look at the Father. The Father definitely is merciful in the, in the direction he's going in. But he's waiting on us to change. And I love the fact he's saying a thousand. He said one day to the Lord is a thousand years, as a thousand years is to one day. The Father's like, I'm patient. I'm just going, y'all wasting time, not me. And all your pride, you wasting time. And all the fact that you won't allow yourself to grow in wisdom and understanding, and you think you've gotten to a level where now you don't need to be taught or you don't need to learn, you're wasting your own time. You can't waste the Father's time. But the Most High says it's really about, it's always about us. It was about us, us were not willing that they should perish but that all should come to repentance. This is about changing for all of us. So most I've been patient enough to get to wait for me to humble down so that I would change. I could change. I could stop doing one thing and start learning to do it differently. All of us are in the same, under the same yoke. We have to now humble ourselves. I I have to stop operating thinking that the level of understanding that I am at is as far as I need to go. I need to be humble and allow myself to be developed and make the changes that I need to make, that I need to change. And the most I'm like, man, I got all the time in the world. Y'all not wasting my time. You're wasting your time. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 now, right? Second Thessalonians, 
You got to keep my readers, man, because it's easier with the readers. <laughs> Second Thessalonians chapter 2. And uh, we're going to read verse um, verse 3. We'll start at verse 1. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, this is by the coming of our Lord Shai, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of day of Yahushua is at hand. So this is the time right now. We should stay focused. This ain't the time to be emotional, prideful that you only listen to you. These ain't the time that I'm for me to be head tripping. Shaking in mind and in trouble, I'm head tripping. I'm all in my head. This ain't time to be trying to question my faith and now losing my discipline, my order. These are not the time, the days. This is not the time to lose your order and your discipline. This is the time to be separate. Verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall shall not come, except there come a falling away, a, a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed. That's all that we in the time now. No sign shaking. It's like shaking a tree, and all the prideful ones, all the brothers that wasn't rooted in and grounded in, they falling off, man. All the people that was emotional, all the people was, was trying to live on their role in their own understanding, they just fallen off. And that day shall not come except there, there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed. The son of perdition, it says, who uh, opposes and exalted himself above all that is called the Most High, or that is worshipped. I, we're in that time. We in that time to shake it. This is the time to settle. This is the time to get in that book and develop a greater level of humility, a greater connection to you and the Father, that Bible. There's a time to be more locked into the body, the camp that you operate with. These are those days because all I'm doing is shaking the tree. If you want your own understanding, you're going to fall. All that's going to happen is something that you disagree with or you don't like what's done to you, and you're just going to fall. This is the time to understand, okay, this is where we are. Then all of a sudden now I'm looking for somebody who opposes and exalted himself above all called the most high. To this person walking his own spirit, 
This person do what he want to do. It says, or that is worshipped. I'm going to now dictate how we're going to worship the Father. Because most of it's always, most of the time it's always, well, the camps or the brothers, they was doing it this way. So we ain't doing that. I don't know where you get that from. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to follow that. We're going to follow this. <laughs> We're causing confusion. That's a man. That's a, that's a prideful, emotional man walking in his own understanding. Well, I don't agree with everything. What you know what you do? I can still stay in order. Even when I don't agree, and I can still stay in order. I can still say unified, even when I don't agree. I can still be unified, and I can make the adjustment. Because most of the time I'm not in order or I don't agree because I don't like I don't like what was said to me. I'm not taking time to understand why this person told me what I needed to tell me or I didn't want to fight. I got tired of sacrificing. I got tired of giving. And I'm using that for my justification to why now I need to get out here and I need to find greater wisdom. I need to follow somebody with some greater understanding. Or I'm just now going out and as I'm making money and everything else, that's my wisdom. My money justifies my wisdom. How I live and where I'm living at, these are the things that I'm using to justify my wisdom. That man is a fool. It says, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called the most high or that is worshipped, so that he, as the Most High, sitteth in the temple of the Most High, showeth himself that he is the Most High. Remember, remember ye not that when I was yet with you, told you these things. Verse 6. Let me read to verse 8. Verse 6, and now ye know, and now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in this time. And now you know, and now you know that we're seeing it come. He said, you see, you, this thing is going to happen. And now you know that, that now you know what withholding that he might be revealed in this time. It's coming. But it's more and more people that are showing us it's getting close. All of a sudden, you've got more and more people leaving and starting their own thing. Leaving the truth now and now coming up with their own understanding of what this is about. Verse 7, for the mystery of iniquity doth already, is it doth already work. Only he, it says, only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. One second. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. 
and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the works of Satan, but with all power and signs and lying works. I'm reading this and I'm like, man, this don't look real. But our people are going to follow a lot of it because we follow in our pride. Because I didn't want to lock in and get an order in the first place. So it's easy to be deceived. It's easy to look like, man, our Savior is here. Because our Savior saved my home. Our Savior saved my car. Our Savior said, you know what, I was right. He showed me a way that we can still exist here in America. We still hold on to the things that we have. This place is going to burn. This truth is about working on yourself now, not on what you have. And the, and the most high coming back to say what you have. Christ didn't come back to say what you have. He's coming to now get that person who's been working on their righteousness that stayed in order with the body kept fails that, that learned to continue to be submissive to the body and to the changes that were supposed to be made in Israel, not outside of it, not in your own world, doing your own thing. Verse 10, and with all deceivableness and unrighteousness and them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. You know what's crazy? What the love of the truth is is not always what you want. The love of this truth is that you're able to be given the things that you need to make it to the end. The scripture says, "Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability shall be the stability of that time and strength of salvation." And and verse 10 again, and with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. We weren't looking for someone to tell us the truth. We're looking for someone to agree with me. We're looking at someone to talk to me softly and say kind things to me. I wasn't looking for the truth. Sometimes the truth ain't nice. Sometimes the truth don't always feel good. But am I am I willing to submit to the truth? That's what the most high waiting on. Or can I can I now if I can submit and be able to see the love that's in the truth, not the agreeance, but the love that's in it, then I can be saved. Somebody might have told me, You gotta cut that off, man. Somebody said you have to let this go. Somebody said you have to give this up. Somebody said you have to stop doing this. But if I can see the love in that, I can be saved. And for the, and for this cause, because like the rest of our people out here that can't see the love of this truth, our people out here that want, they don't want to, they they want to follow stupidity or follow things that separate them, or follow the emotion, the anger, 
and for this cause because you can't see the love of the truth because you couldn't see that somebody was trying to give you something to help you. The most I shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned that believeth not the truth. But they pleasure in unrighteousness. But have pleasure in unrighteousness. You're cursing yourself. These are the ones that are, this is the end result of that person that's walking in their pride. You, you cursed yourself because, you know what, in my pride I chose to separate. In my pride I chose to um, lean on my own understanding. In my pride I looked at myself being right because look at my cars now from the time I was in the truth. Look at my home now from when I was in the truth. Look at my job now. Look at what I have now. I got more now than I did when I was in the truth. You're a fool. <laughs> what you have don't make you wise. And I know that's the truth, man, because you know what I can watch? I can watch how deceptive Satan is. I will make you believe that the things that I gave you was because you was using wisdom. What was you doing before? See, I asked the brother this today, man. It's crazy. Or the yesterday, there yesterday, we were talking on the phone, and he was letting me know about the things that he was receiving. He was about to get settlement, or he was about to get uh, money coming in, or something. He was going, he was going to be getting, and he was going to have him set up. He was going to be taken care of. And the question I asked him was, "Who blessed you, the Most High or Satan?" And as he went through it, I asked him that. But as I sat back and I listened, I'm like, not listen, but I thought about what was said. I had to ask myself this. I'm like, man, if it's a blessing for the most high, then most of the time, 90% of the blessings that come from the most high don't benefit that person. He He may benefit like everyone else, but... Most of the time, a blessing from the Father is going to benefit the body. It's going to benefit more than just you. And I, and I watched brothers go, well, you know, I, I had to leave the truth, and I had to build myself up so I could bring something back to the body. No, that's false. Because if it's from the most high, you never had to leave anywhere. I was already bringing it. I was bringing it for the body. I was bringing that for the development and growth of what Israel, the body or nation, may need. You didn't have to leave for anything to come. It was already coming. And as I look at me, look at their actions, you look at this guy, he's lost in his car, he's lost where his home is at. He is flossing him. And you look at it saying, well, see, from the wisdom that I've been receiving or this level that I've gotten, this is what I've been blessed with. You know, that's, you're being deceived with that. 
That is where the scripture talking about. Uh, the scripture talking about. Let me read this up. It's verse eleven. Hold on. It says, "For this, I'm sorry, verse ten. It says, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, and them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth. We keep looking for our blessings to be physical, carnal things." And the scary thing about that is that's how you know that you've been deceived. Because if this place is going to burn, any physical carnal thing you got is going to burn also. So how can that be something from the Father if it's going to be destroyed anyway? I'm being deceived. My bank account can grow, but tomorrow the, the dollar can drop. Then what? I've been deceived. I can buy acres of land and then be put in a concentration camp. I was still being deceived. And all it says, and these all deceived it says with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. That's all that's gonna happen to me. I'm going to perish because I'm allowing myself to be deceived. Because I did not because they received not the love of the truth. I did not want someone to tell me that I got to do it this way. No, you got to follow like everyone else. You got to do it the way everyone else is doing this. You got to submit the same way like everyone else is. This is not about you. This is about the body. And in our pride, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that it's all about me or it's not about me. And this ain't just about benefiting me. We're looking for someone to tell me, yes, you use wisdom. That's why you got what you got to. That sounds good. But nobody else believed in you, I, brother. Look what the most I was doing with you. You'll be a fool to listen to that. The most I don't bless the, an individual, it's about the body. The most I ain't saving an individual. If I'm not saving an individual, why would I go out my way to bless that one person? The most I saving the nation. Everything that all the blessings come, they they benefit the nation. You have to look and see, do the things that I do, who is it benefiting? Then you ask, you know who gave it to you. This is something that's given to you so that you would be deceived. And perish. Because the love of this truth is the fact that as a nation, we helped get each other out of this net we're in and get us ready for Christ. Get us ready for the coming of the Lord. Every day, that's what we're really working on. Every day, we're working on getting everyone in the right spirit so they're ready when Christ comes back. That is, the, that is the true message or the true purpose of what we're doing. Not only buying land so that I can, well, you know, when the race wars happen, I can go on to my land. You're a fool. I'm trying to, we're not trying to stack money in our bank account so I can say, man, you know what? When, this, when all this shit break down, man, I have my money. I was able to pay my bills. I've been able to stay financially stable. In what? 
If the place is going to burn, then what good is any of that? The one message that we should be able to say is that, man, as a a nation, we help each other get out of the hell that we were in. We use the wisdom and knowledge of the Most High to get us a body to get us from point A to point B as a body, not as an individual. Did my words feed the body? Did my words shelter the body? Not the individual. One second. I'm going to finish with verse 13. Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. But we are bound to give thanks always to the Most High for you, brethren, beloved of the, Lord, of, the, of the Lord, because the Most High has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through the sanctification. Stop. I have stopped myself. We give thanks. The thing that we were, like I said, supposed to be focusing on is that the Most High is the Most High has, from the beginning chose you to be sanctified, to be chose you to salvation. He chose us to to be saved through sanctification of the Spirit. You know, He didn't choose you to be saved because of the money and the cars you got. Or the home you have, I didn't choose you to salvation through that. I chose you through to salvation through the cleaning up of your spirit. That means I was supposed to continue to humble down and allow my spirit to continue to be cleaned up. Wow, been chosen you to sanctification to salvation through the sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Because the most I've shown you how, that's, that's when you get the love of this truth. I'm allowing myself to be purified. I'm allowing my mind and my spirit to keep being cleaned up. I mean, somebody kept telling me no. Or somebody kept showing me, don't, hold up, don't mess with that. This thing in you is, was, is your poison. This is what makes you sick. This is the thing that's destroying you. Somebody is reading this truth is getting up every day and not working on showing me the things in myself that I need to change. That is the love of this truth. Not the fact that somebody came and lied to me or told me what I wanted to hear. Or they they built they I was emotional. So they fed that emotional side of me. They separated, and they was convincing me to separate. That's not the direction. That's not the will of the Father. That's not what this truth is about. So, man, that was the 13. I read that right. We jump to Proverbs now. Proverbs chapter three. 
we're going to Proverbs chapter 3. You'll write them down. Proverbs chapter 3, and we're going to start at verse 3. Uh, give me a moment, man. <laughs> Here we go. Proverbs. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to find this chapter real quick. I'm trying to find my Bible keep jumping. Here we go. Oops. Proverbs chapter three. And we're gonna read verse um six. Oh right. Proverbs chapter Proverbs chapter three. And we're going to read verse 5. That's what we need to go to. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, with all your mind, all right? And lean not to thine own understanding. Because as we keep reading, as we read down, we get to understand why the Most High said that. Now we understand why David said that, right? But the Bible tells us to trust in the Most High with all your mind. And don't lean to your own understanding. Don't lean to your emotions. Don't separate. Don't allow someone to deceive you because you've been following and walking after your own understanding. You're looking to you're looking for a personal benefit, and it never was about your personal benefit. It was about cleaning yourself up. And lean not to thy own understanding. Verse six. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. I'm gonna go to the Bible first. And everything I'm doing, I'm gonna I got to have somebody's got to explain, got to show me that this is the right direction to go in. I'm not leaning to my own understanding. So in all my ways, I'm gonna acknowledge him. Father, show me. And then I'm gonna allow other people to now open that Bible up and show me, make sure that okay, if you go in that direction, what's the motivation behind it? And if you go in that direction, then show me in the book why you chose that path. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. You got to depart from pride. You have to depart from trying to do it your way. It shall be health to thy navel, and moral to thy bones. The fact that you didn't follow, I love what we read, the fact that I didn't lean on my own understanding, or I didn't just try to do it the way I see it, and I'm not open because I'm, I am open to correction. I am open to see it another person's way or do it that way. Sometimes the whole time the, the most high bless you is in the fact that you were able to now just submit to somebody else's somebody else's way of doing something and not leaning to your own understanding. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. 
In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And where we at? I'm sorry, I'm going up. I'm sorry, I was going up. I was reading up. Proverbs uh, three and six, right? Here we go. It says, it says, uh, I'm looking like the seven. Be not wise without own eyes. Fear the Lord thy power and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and morrow to thy bones. This is going to now take care of you. This is going to keep us here. We're going to now be able to last and keep going because we make the most high priority, and I didn't lean to my emotion. I'm not leaning to my, my limited knowledge. I'm open and I'm humble to now submit and adjust to the direction that the Most High is taking things in or taking me in. I'm not drinking because drinking is fighting. I'm not smoking because I'm fighting. I'm not not coming to class and separating myself. You're fighting as opposed to submitting. That's where your pride is at, and that's the Father's waiting for us to now do what? Humble down. Submit. That's when I bless you. I'm ready to bless your humility. It says, verse nine. It says, honor thy father, honor thy partner, thy power with their, with thy substance, and with the first fruits of thy increase. It's always about him first. That's how I know that this all comes from the Father, because what does the Father want from me? He wants me to honor him with my substance. Give to me. Invest. Make, where's the investment into my people? Where's the investment into something that's going to benefit the nation? And with the first fruits of God increase, not for you. It was never for you. It was about now the body benefiting from that. But in your emotion now, you thought, well, the most high blessed my wisdom, look at the life that we can be having. And then the best, I look at cats out here now, the best answer they got for their nation is let me help you clean up your credit so you can have cars too, so you can have a home too. But the work that we were doing before, we had to get up every day and sacrifice for the teacher to go out, for the word to go out, that was the work of the most high. That was me struggling, not using wisdom. But now that I'm not struggling and I have all these things, then we must use the right wisdom. Brother, sister, you're being deceived. If you thought that riches or what you were gave for the world was going to now honor the Father, you're being deceived. The work that you were doing originally, that was benefiting the body. The sacrifices that you were making, making originally that was honoring the nation the body was the work of the most high. You don't have to agree with me or not, but that was the truth because it was benefiting more than just you. Proverbs chapter chapter of chapter three and verse nine, honor the most high with thy substance, and with the first fruit of all thy increase. Verse ten. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and with and with 
oppressors shall burst out with new wine. So that, and oppressors shall burst out with new wine. If I was now giving more to the Most High, that's when you, you will see the real blessing. I made, when I got up in the morning, me honoring the Most High and the work that we was doing, that was first priority. That first priority. When my money came in, did I do something to make, did I make sure that it was my tights got dropped off the top? Or I had extra to give, and I made sure that it benefited the work that was being done. But I can see, I can see a video with a brother with a new car, but I don't see a video of the school that he's in, and they got a new school. Or he's got to pay top of the screen like brothers on uh, uh, YouTube showing, yeah, man. See, yeah, we uh, most I blessed it, man, and we went ahead and got the school painted. Most I blessed it, man, and we went and got new books. Most I blessed it, and we got this is that going on. I don't see that. What I see is, yeah, man, the most, I use wisdom, man, and most I got me a, a Corvette. What do you need a Corvette for? Yeah, man, the most I blessed it, man, and we on we out here taking vacations and trips. How does that benefit the work? That's how I know a brother, you know, your first priority wasn't the work. Your first priority was you. But because of the reason, because you honored the most high with your, with your substance, he said your barns were going to be filled, and your presses shall burst out with new wine. What time is it? Got to be conscious of my time. So as we look at all this, we start to get back and find out that we want to get right with the most high. The father get what level of what level of humility that we have to go through now, go to now. This has got to be about the body. You don't separate because you still have work to do. You still have sacrifices that you're making, that you're required to make for the nation. Not for the individual. So we don't always I'll let I agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. If there's something I got to adjust the change and I'm wrong at, then I got to make the change. Because I still got to stay in order because there's work. There's work that's required of me. And that goes for everyone. This is the most I was trying to get us to humble down to. Clean yourself up. Allow yourself to be cleaned up and continue to work and honor Him. Last scripture Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha, chapter 8. I'll read it off here. Please ask us in the Apocrypha chapter 8. All right? And we're going to read verse, um, I'm sorry, it's in the Bible. The Ecclesiastes in the Bible, so I want to go. Chapter 8, and we're going to start at verse 11. Says, because sentence against an evil work is not expedient, executed expedily. Therefore, the heart of the sons of men are fully set in them to do evil. That's one of the reasons I know that we're supposed to be with the body. Because I already know my heart 
if I'm just left out here to me, what the, the spirit that's in my heart is always going to do evil. I have more desire to look out for me than anyone. It says, throw a sinner, verse 12. It says, throw a sinner, do evil in a hundred times, and his days is prolonged. Yet surely I know that it, that it shall be well with them that fear the Lord, which fear before him. Before him. It shall not be well with the wicked, neither shall he prolong his days. Which shall which are as a shadow, because because he feareth not before the Most High. And he told you it ain't gonna last long. It ain't gonna last long for you. A shadow is a, a moment. You see a shadow one minute, turn the light on, the shadow's gone. Turn the light off, the shadow's gone. The way we doing it, and you trying to look out for you. You can keep your pride and keep trying to separate and do what you're doing, but it ain't going to last. It won't last for you. And this is what the Mother Spirit is always trying to show us. This is about continually cleaning yourself up, sanctifying your spirit, getting yourself right with the Father. This is not about trying to get comfortable here in America. This is not about trying to let myself in my pride believe that I am doing enough. You're not doing enough. We always have to we have to look back and realize that that we are continually supposed to be working on ourselves and more working on ourselves. That's supposed to be the focus. Uh one one more scripture. But that was it. That was it. We just started to do another chapter. So with that, we want to thank everybody for coming out and enjoying us. Man, I know I was kind of jumpy a little bit because I need my, I need to make sure I get my readers back up in here because it's hard to keep your, you find the scriptures, but you're also trying to keep your thought on what's being brought out. You know what I'm saying? So and also in knowing that it's hard being a reader and a teacher. I would hope that brothers would consider the fact that when these other brothers are doing blog talk, if it's Mashaba, if it's Atazapa, uh, uh, that we have brothers calling in and asking to get in and help out, because the message would come across a lot smoother, and it would be a lot more together because you're not having to concentrate on both ends. If I'm reading properly and I'm trying to keep my mind focused on the point I'm making, it's a task in itself. We'll do it, but this is where other men can make them sacrifices and jump in and help us out. So with that, we're gonna. I'm gonna say um, for everyone to enjoy the Sabbath day, to get out, man. You know what I'm saying? And remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. You know what I'm saying? So from sundown to uh, sundown, most I'll show you, man. The focus is him. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna keep pushing for that. That you know we get closer and closer to the Father, and we grow in understanding. So with that, we're gonna say shalom.
and we'll look, look to see y'all next Friday.